is Yvonne Strahovski and you're listening to Chuck Bezos' podcast. Hi, my name is Graham Jones, but you can call me Gray. This is my show, It's About Chuck. It's filled with interviews, the latest news, crazy co-hosts, and spoilers that'll make your day. Oh, wait, wait, I need to go back. I host these TV nights. They used to be pretty boring, but everything changed when I found NBC's new show, Chuck. Pretty soon, my TV night got pretty crowded. Guys I didn't even know were showing up the door. Big important guys. Really scary, nasty, get killed for hosting them guys. Next thing I know, these super episodes are downloaded into my brain. Which means every moment of my life, I'm thinking about Chuck. ChuckTV.net sent their top people to protect me. That's Mel and Liz. They're pretty zany. They co-host with me now as a cover. So now I must welcome you to Chuck vs. the Podcast. The first and only podcast for NBC's Chuck. This is Gray. This is Mel. And Liz is away this week. She will be back with us next time, but she is doing stuff with her family this week. I don't know why they take priority over us, but there you have it. You're listening to Chuck versus the Podcast, Episode 5 for May 2008. We do have a lot of news for you, which happens when we're off the air for a while. But we are back, and we're back with lots of good stuff. That's right. And especially... Important. The biggest news this week is that production of Chuck Season 2 is starting May 23rd. They're shooting Episode 201, and because of that, we've got some spoilers later in the podcast, and there's going to be lots of exciting stuff. Now, you may ask, the show actually doesn't air until September in the U.S. and Canada. Um, Mel, how is it important that they're shooting again? Well, for one thing, uh, for us, it's important because that means that the staff and the cast and the crew are back on the set and back in the office so we can start setting up interviews and contests and things again that means we're going to be getting some spoilers um we should be getting some production stills from the new episodes fairly soon so that's all exciting getting us kind of ramped up for the september premiere and i'm sure that the cast and crew are excited to be back after such a long hiatus absolutely i look forward to getting some interviews and i'm sure all the fans do too Moving right along to the Chuck comic book. Mel, what can you tell us about that? Well, we actually have some concrete news and artwork this time. Uh, Wildstorm, which is that DC Comics imprint that's produ- uh, publishing the comic books, has released the cover artwork for the first two comic books, as well as a synopsis and street dates. They've got, um, for Chuck number one, it's going on sale June 11th. And the synopsis for that says... In this globe-trotting, action-packed adventure, Chuck will see many exotic locales, dodge numerous bullets, and be tortured by the world's greatest tickler. And then check number two, the street date is July 9th. And the synopsis on that one reads, The hit NBC television series continues taking the comics world by storm. Chuck Bartowski and his friends continue their globe-trotting, action-packed adventure as things spiral further out of control. Will Chuck survive his first trip to Japan, or will the sexy, sword-wielding assassins on his trail be the end of him? If you're listening to the Enhanced podcast, you should be seeing the cover artwork for both comics books right now, and you should be seeing at least part of one of those sexy, sword-wielding assassins for the cover art of Chuck number two. Looks pretty interesting. Can't wait to see it. I uh, hope it's available everywhere. I guess we'll get some news out to everybody on how you get that comic book as soon as we have it. That's right. And very, very exciting. Available everywhere, at least in North America. Chuck is coming to DVD. 
Uh, Warner Home Video has announced that the first season of Chuck will go on sale September 16th, 2008 in the United States. The four-disc package will retail at about $39.98, and each of the episodes will be presented in anamorphic widescreen along with English Dolby Digital 5.1 surround tracks. Extras are going to include declassified scenes, two featurettes called Chuck's World and Chuck on Chuck, a gag reel, a gallery of web-originated mini-featurettes, and a playable demo of EA Sports Madden NFL 09 for Xbox 360. You can sign up at Amazon to be notified when the set is available, and I'm sure it'll be at all the retailers. And my guess is that um, usually they they release these before the new season starts, so my guess is that's going to mean that the premiere of Chuck will be after that, maybe a week or two. Um, Mel, do you, do you know anything more about that? That is generally the pattern. So I would expect that we'll be seeing season two premiering around the end of September, maybe the first of October. But as soon as we have an actual premiere date, we will let you know. And I, for one, am really looking forward to seeing the extras on that DVD set, especially the gag reel. From what we've seen of these guys, there's a lot to choose from for the gag reel. Yeah. And, you know, just just looking at the features and comparing to other TV shows, it seems like they have a little more than you usually see. They do, and I believe that the two featurettes um, also include some um, commentary from some of the cast and crew. Um, I'm still waiting to get exact details on what's involved with those featurettes, but it sounds like pretty much everybody involved with the show was involved in the behind-the-scenes and DVD extras, so we should get a lot of bang for our buck. I know that all of the cast are just as entertaining off-screen as they are on-screen. Indeed. And on to our next section, what I did on my hiatus. Of course, that's not my hiatus, but the hiatus of the cast and crew. And what do you have for us on that? Well, some of you may have already seen, but our very own Zachary Levi and Yvonne Strahotsky were um, voted TV's sexiest stars. Um, I believe Yvonne is the sexiest female star and Zach won sexiest TV sci-fi guy. So they both were featured in a recent issue of TV Guide, and you can see uh, photos from that at checktv.net. And um, then there's also a, a party celebrating that issue, and there's a behind-the-scenes video. So all of that media is available at checktv.net. And also, Adam Baldwin has been making the convention circuit. He participated in a convention in England. I don't know if it was his first one, but he uh, was over there and the fans were really excited. And we actually have a report from the convention later on in this podcast. Looking forward to that. We have some more news on international air dates. Yes, we do. The series is premiering in South Africa on Wednesday, June 4th at 7.30 p.m. on Mnet. And it is currently airing in Sri Lanka in the United Kingdom. Uh, the Philippines, I believe it's still on in Belgium and Brazil. And if we've missed any that countries that it's in that you know it's currently airing, please write in and let us know so we can let other folks know. But at the moment, I believe those are the international areas where it's airing right now. Very cool. And, of course, we love the fact that it's international because it means we get to hear from people all over the world. And we have a few listener emails this week. First of all, we're going to hear from Johan from Sweden. Johan writes, Hey, I just love your podcast, and I love Chuck, too. I saw the last Chuck episode a few days ago. When it ended, I thought it had to have a second season. After a few days searching the Internet, I found your podcast, and it was a big relief to hear you say there will be a second season. 
I will keep listening. The only thing is that the subscribe function doesn't work for me, so I will keep an eye on the site. Uh, well, sorry about that, Johan, and, and I do thank you for your comments. I'll look into that subscribe function. Um, if anybody else has problems with the subscribe function or the website in general, please do let us know and we can look into it. All right, and thanks for writing in, Johan. We're pretty excited about Season 2 also. Yeah, we sure are. All right, up next we have Amelia from Canada. And I'll take this one because, of course, uh, everybody knows I'm from Canada too. <laughs> Amelia writes, hey there, Mel, Gray, and Liz. I'm waiting impatiently in Canada for September's return of Chuck. I was quite excited to find a link to your podcast at chucktv.net. I love hearing about the spoilers and have a few questions concerning what you think might happen in the next season of our favorite show. First off, I'm always curious about the villains surrounding Chuck and his wicked awesome team of government agents. Fulcrum seems to be the big baddie organization looking to capture the Intersect, with Tommy kind of taking a leading role when he comes to collect Bryce. But what do you think about a one-on-one -on -one villain with Chuck? Superman has Lex Luthor. Batman has the Joker. Do you think Chuck is going to have a, a one true arch enemy? And if so, what do you think he'll be like? Hmm. Well, first of all, assuming that it's a he could be tricky considering the loops we've been thrown with this show. But going along those lines, my thinking is it could be Bryce. I mean, there's already kind of a history of betrayal there, although it may be more misunderstanding than anything. Or what about Casey? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if Chuck is going to have one arch enemy. He's got people who are for him, but against him everywhere. I think about the, the higher ups and how they're willing to just write him off as soon as you have something that can replace him. Right. Um, he would have to kind of be known in order to have people take interest in him. And I don't think know that that's going to happen. That's true. He'd pretty much have to blow his cover in order for people to come, you know, make a, a focused attack on him to have an arch nemesis, which is why I'm kind of leaning towards if he's going to have one, it's someone he already knows. Though uh, I, I think everybody has sort of kind of indicated that as long as he's useful to them, they're going to protect him. But the, the key is what happens if Chuck all of a sudden is not useful anymore. Yeah, and I think that might lead into Amelia's next question. So let me read that. My second question actually involves Chuck's civilian life in the distant future. The poor guy was expelled from Stanford for something he didn't do, but now that he's helping the government, and now they know he's innocent, do you think he's going to get some sort of pardon? I mean, it's somewhat implied that Chuck will either have to be killed or relocated once the Beta Intersect is up and running. But if he doesn't, do you think he's going to get some sort of reward in return, i.e. a better paying job than a nerd herder, herder at the Buy More? Uh, my response to that is I, I don't think they're going to lose the Buy More because it's central to the show. And, and again, I think for him to receive an official pardon would be to blow his cover. And I think the Nerd Herd is actually the perfect cover for him. Because who's going to suspect the manager of a group of computer-fixing geeks, or I'm sorry, nerds, as some top-secret government agent? Yeah, exactly. Hiding in plain sight. Exactly. It's going to be interesting how they take it higher. Obviously, the stakes always have to be raised in a TV show from season to season. We definitely are going to see new villains. We definitely are going to see this whole new intersect thing play out. But I don't know. I don't know where they're going to take it. It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. So thanks, Amelia, for your questions. Keep them coming. And the next one is from Jorge from Chile. Nice accent there, Gray. <laughs> Jorge says, hey again, Gray. Sorry for writing so late. It's been almost a month since your last podcast. Thanks for reminding us, Jorge. Thank yeah. you for a very entertaining show. And also, it was very cool that you mentioned me. My favorite no awkward moment 
is when the Buy More staff goes there the day before Black Friday, and Morgan tells Chuck when he's leaving, what about Black Friday? It makes Jeff fall to the ground. And in the same episode, when Chuck says, pineapple, and Morgan drops a box on the poor Jeff, and then he also gets hit with the megaphone. Those moments are hilarious to me. Also, kudos to the three of you, and I hope to keep listening to cool podcasts. Thanks for writing in, Jorge. It's good to hear from you again. I agree. I love that pineapple line, but it's too bad that poor Jeff keeps getting things dropped on him. The minor characters, including Jeff, are so key to the show. And I do think that physical comedy is a really, really key part of the show. I agree. I love that it's such a fleshed out cast with so many different... It, I mean, it's obvious that Chuck has his nerd herd world, he has his personal world, and then he's got his government spy world. But they're all populated with such interesting characters, and he moves you know, among all of them. I think that's really neat. One of my favorite things is when they, the different worlds interact, like when Ellie... And Captain Awesome come to the Buy More and they get to interact with the other characters. Yes, that is fun. It's fun to see yeah. the two or three worlds collide and how does Chuck handle that? And the highlight of the show today is an interview with a listener from England. And Mel did that interview with Lake on the conference with Adam. So our favorite NSA agent, Adam Baldwin, recently appeared at a Star Fury convention in England to talk about Chuck, Firefly, and his general awesomeness. ChuckTV.net reader and Chuck versus the podcast listener, Lake, attended the convention, and she joins me now to give us the scoop. Hi, Lake. Hi, Mel. Thanks for giving me the chance to do this report for you guys. I've really been enjoying the podcast, and it feels like such a privilege to be doing this. Oh, well, thanks. We're just so excited that you um, agreed to come on the air and, and share your experience with us. All right. Well, why don't you um, give us your, your general impression of Adam and, and the convention and everything? Oh, the convention was really good fun. And um, Adam was, in fact, great. Not only was he doing, like, photos and talks, but he did hours in the signing. And we're talking, like, five hours worth of autographs in each day. So each family had a chance to talk to him. And to top it all off, not only that, he joined in the parties in the evening as well. Oh, wow. That's terrific. It was a great time. Was he able to share any scoop about season two of Chuck, or is it too early for that? Uh, he was, in fact, able to tell us that the writers were in the writers' room as we speak, getting loads written down, ready for the new season. He was able to tell us that, uh, about what they were hoping, that they were hoping to get much more involved in the history of Chuck and explore some of the connections between different characters and look into the history of different characters and hopefully even get some of Casey's backstory too. Oh, excellent. So... When he says connections between the characters, is he talking like maybe they'd crossed paths before, or was he specific about what that meant? Uh, he wasn't particularly specific. He, um, we've, I think, been given the hints that Sarah and Casey have worked together before. Oh. Possibly even some other characters might have connections we don't yet, you know, yet know about. That would be really cool. Kind of like a lost sort of interweaving of the you know, oh. backstories. Okay, something that I've seen on the boards a lot, both at checktv.net and then at other places where folks are talking about Chuck, is, of course, Adam was in Firefly, played Jane Cobb. And there's that line in Chuck versus the Crown Vic when he refers to his car as shiny, which is something that Kaylee said a lot in Firefly. Was that a shout out to Firefly? Indeed. Adam told us he's very fond of adding asides and ad libs into filming, and he just couldn't resist adding shiny into that scene. And was very happy when they decided to keep it in. I love that. That's so cool. Yeah, 
he also told us he considers Casey to be really patriotic and he keeps trying to add more bits and bits into the background, but they keep taking them back out again. Like what? Um, political posters and things. Oh. Keeps trying to add it, but they keep taking it away. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll get to see that in the future. What else did he have to share? It sounds like he was a pretty engaging guest. Uh, Adam shared loads of stories with us about filming on Chuck, um, but he also told us about his audition and the fact that he'd gone in there much like any other audition. He hadn't learned any lines, and he just read the part straight and serious off the script and uh, couldn't understand why everyone started laughing. <laughs> I guess just the humour he adds to Casey. He also told us um, that he likes to play with props. There's a ring he wears as Casey that um, a lot of fans have picked up and might belong to another character that he played, someone called Danny Love. And he said he, he wasn't sure, he couldn't remember, but it might have been. And he also happened to pull out of his pocket a pair of sunglasses that he kept for safekeeping over the hiatus that were, in fact, Casey's. <laughs> Safekeeping, huh? I'd like to borrow the prop. Uh, he also told us a really amusing story about uh, Josh and Zach. They're very fond of their video games, as most fans, I think, have picked up. And it's pretty they... clear when we when we hear interviews with them. Yeah, and they have an Xbox in their dressing room. One day they came rushing out of the dressing room yelling at Adam, uh, that's your voice, your Halo. <laughs> Adam, along with the other Firefly guys, did some voices on Halo 3. Josh and Zach were very impressed with that one. Wow, so he finally managed to impress him, huh? Indeed. <laughs> That's funny. Well, Lake, you also took some photos of Czech fans dressed up in um, Czech-centric costumes that you sent us, which is awesome. Oh, they're brilliant. Yeah, there's um, folks dressed up as nerd herders, and, and one female fan managed to recreate the Wienerlicious costume that Sarah wears, which is quite daring of her. And if you're um, listening to the AAC version of the podcast, the enhanced version, then you should be seeing these pictures that um, Lake sent to us. Uh, you can also check them out at checktv.net in the gallery. We'll have them up there for you. And then much to our surprise and delight, Lake got a special treat for us as well. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Indeed. I managed to get Adam to sign a picture for Mel, Brian, Liz as a, a special autograph that I'm going to send them over. Uh, it was my moment to talk to him and tell him all about you guys and the podcast and what you do. That's so cool. You're like our ambassador. Oh, I, I thought I'd make use of myself while I was there. <laughs> That's awesome. And again, the the electronic version of that is up at the checktv.net gallery, and you should be seeing it on the enhanced version of the podcast if you've downloaded that, and you should see that he addressed it to us and then for some reason put grumble, grumble. So I don't know if that's a comment on the quality of the podcast or if that's perhaps um, John Casey's catchphrase. I think it may be the catchphrase because it was on mine as well. So. Yeah. Well, I think that fits for him. Yeah. Well, it sounds like Adam is a pretty cool guy and you guys had a really fun convention with him. We did. And we're hoping to have another one possibly in 2009 with some other Chuck guys coming over too. So. Oh, that'd be awesome. Well, thanks so much for sharing your experience with us, Lake. No worries. Thank you very much. Let me join him. Well, listeners, if you're attending an event featuring one of our Chucktastic stars and you would like to share it with the rest of the class, please do let us know. We'd love to have you share with us on the podcast as well. So this is Mel with Lake from England for Chuck versus the podcast. <laughs> Thank you.
Well, that was a very cool interview and definitely want to thank Lake, especially for not only the photos that came along with the podcast that hopefully you saw if you're listening to the enhanced version, but also she arranged for a signed photo for the Chuck vs. the Podcast crew and want to thank you for that. That was really nice of her. I really appreciate her thinking of that. And of course, thank you to Adam for signing it, even though he grumble grumbled at us on the pod- on the photo. <laughs> yeah, sounds like he is a hoot to have at a convention and we look forward to hearing more from those of you who see various members from the Chuck cast at conventions feel free to contact us we'd love to include your report in future podcasts absolutely and actually we do want to call out um, now that Chuck is shooting again we know that there are people who have connections that might be able to give spoilers or let us know about different things that are happening and if you know of anything that's going on in the Chuck world please do let us know Absolutely. So we are going to finish the non-spoiler section of the show now. We want to thank you for listening. We're going to move right along to our spoilers section. If you don't want to hear the spoilers, you can turn the podcast off now. Thanks for listening. Okay, we're back with spoilers. We actually do have some spoilers now that Chuck is shooting. First of all, we're going to start with general season two spoilers. Mel, what have you got for us? Well, uh, Mike Asialo from TV Guide has an email-only scooplet newsletter, and he recently included a little bit of Chuck scoop. He says, I hear Chuck producers are looking for a major promotable actor to play an aging James Bond type who gets called out of retirement to tutor Zachary Levi early in season two. Here's a thought. Timothy Dalton. That would be neat. The next one is from Matt Midovich from TV Guide. Sarah and Chuck might be moving in together now that Ellie and Captain Awesome are engaged. Plus, Sarah will no longer be working at the Wienerlicious as her cover. Hmm. We have to retire the German milkmaid costume, apparently. I know a lot of people will be sorry to see that one go. Somehow, I doubt the next costume is going to disappoint the male fans. <laughs> and uh, actually, we have some specific spoilers for the first episode. What can you tell us about that? Well, that's right. We finally have episodic spoilers after a long, months-long drought. And here's what we've got. When Casey attempts to securely ship the Cypher, he is thwarted by a villain named Colt. One of Colt's henchmen gasses Casey, leaving him writhing in agony, apparently in the throes of death. Upon returning to Colt with the cipher, it is revealed that Chuck and Sarah are the next targets. Now, we don't know what the cipher is, but it seems to be pretty important. Well, that is cool. All I know is I can't wait to see anything Chuck. Yes, I am so ready for that show to come back. It seems like it's been years, but it's only been a few months. Yep. Want to thank everybody for listening, and hopefully next time we'll have Liz with us. That's right. We missed you, Liz. Definitely. Keep your emails coming, and we'll see you next time. Don't forget to vote at Podcast Alley and iTunes. And just a quick shout-out to Vern and the boys overseas, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs> <laughs>